Hello and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with me, your host, Jackson Stone, and I am joined today by some returning guests, four people that absolutely do not call me Jackson Stone in my day-to-day life, but possibly they will or won't on this podcast today. But um, if you're a return listener to Jackson Talks, everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming back every single Tuesday to listen to these episodes. It means a lot to me. If you're a brand new listener because you stumbled upon this via YouTube, Apple, or anything, or you know one of these guys really well and it was on their Facebook page and now you're trying to check this episode out, thank you for tuning in. Um, This podcast generally is either a conversation I have a guest on or it's a a solo episode and I dive deep into uh, personal relationships and mental health and things of that nature. Um, So thanks for sticking with us. We got dogs. We got babies. Uh, um, but yeah, so episodes drop every single Tuesday. You can go to jacksontalkseverybody.com if you want to check out all episodes. There's about 70 up there. And, uh, yeah, we'll get this party rolling by introducing everyone. Um, everyone's a return, uh, to the pod. Scott, Scott Splat, wave, look at me, but hear me, see me. (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) Uh, Scott was on the very first episode when we were all in Oklahoma, uh, celebrating Sam. And what he was about to uh, do with his life. You got Tyler. I think this might be your fourth time on the pod. I think so. We had a couple solo episodes, a couple group episodes. Um, and one of the most popular guests is back. Big Sam Pack. We had two, sol- two solo episodes. Uh, he was also on the big group one in Oklahoma, as I just mentioned. And uh, now we're here. And then Alex Robbins, who's getting married next August. Still getting married. Still announcing getting married. It, and announcing it to the world. We Still haven't done married. a solo episode, but he's been on a bunch of uh, episodes, like maybe three or four. And uh, I'm Jackson Stone, real name, um, <laughs> as my dad calls me all the time. Uh, but we're here, and we're in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, because Scott lives here, and he just had a baby, yep. which we will get into very in-depthly soon about how being a father has changed your life. Totally. But we've come to see that. We uh, just yeah wanted to hang out. So back in Sioux Falls, we all met in college, played baseball in South Dakota. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to start this pod off with the same question I always ask. But we're going to have four different answers. If you're, uh, if you're a return listener, you know the question, right? It's a very important question about open and honest conversation and creating sophisticated communication between people and uh, being more vulnerable and open and expressing how you feel and, and sharing that with the people around you to create some deeper meaning and deeper connection. So, Scott, I'm going to start with you. How are you doing? Like, for real? Really? How are you doing? Tell us. Or tell them. Tell me, tell them, tell us. I'm fantastic. <laughs> I'm happy that my friends are here visiting me. It's a very special moment, and I'm just very thankful to have them here. Cool. Thanks, Scott. Tyler, as you get the seeds out of your mouth, eh? How are you doing? Like, for real, for real? Um, I'm doing good. I am... <laughs> Speak up. Speak up. Feeling... Feeling very bad today. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did a bit of uh, drinking last night, so Tyler's still in the trenches a little bit. Yeah. In the trenches a little bit. Slowly climb my way out. But um, he's getting some light back back yep. in. Other than that, I'm doing fantastic. Glad to be here. This is always an uh, enjoyable time being around you guys. You, uh, you also got a new job. Uh, yeah. What are you doing? Um, I'm just a sales rep for a company that fixes... Uh, trailers and big haul trucks. So I just go around to companies and try to get their business of uh, broken down trucks. Basically, it's a very, very 
small amount of people really that have broken down trucks. So really it's, it's like kind of difficult uh, in a way, but uh, rewarding as well. I would say I, I probably won't be there that long though. I would like something else uh, to... Unless I, you're I, listening, company that he works for. No, you can know too. No, I would like to broaden uh, like what I do. I, I don't know, I've been in this industry for for a long time. This is the only industry I've been in. So. Um, whether it's construction or like the, the trucking industry. So I would like to do something um, like account manager or something uh, elsewhere, maybe like technology, SAS or something like that. Um, but yeah, unsure at that time, but I, I'll get something else probably. Mm. Um, I have a couple questions. I'll come back to you though. Sounds good. <clears throat> Sam, how are you doing? Like for real, for real. You know, I feel- We talked about that a little bit on our episode number 70 was when Sam Pack returned to the pod, but. For, yeah, I feel like I just answered this question. You did. And you're going to make me speak words again. Uh-huh. You got it. Come on. I'm doing great. I'm doing great, Aaron. Every time I get to see y'all is phenomenal, and I'm excited about it. And the people are probably going to notice, like, a tone change from me, because when I'm with the group at large, the, the normal joking personality comes out a lot more. Sure. Than when we, we got very personal in the last podcast. Yeah. And now it's going to be... Much more lighthearted. Yeah, a different side of you, which is good. Yeah, yeah. full spectrum of yeah. the Sam Pack. full personality experience. of yep. Sam Pack. And now I've got to look back this way because now I'm doing the side profile again. Yeah, so <laughs> look at me but speak there. You're right, you're right, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. Alex Robbins. I'm doing well. How are you doing for real, for real? Well, things are good. Life is good. I, have, I can't complain about anything. Hmm? It's a very vanilla and bland answer, but it's true. <laughs> I, I'm in a very good spot, and I'm very fortunate. We got your bachelor party coming out soon, you know? Not soon, but... Soon's a relative so, term. That's so what we think. I mean, we don't... I don't know, so... Well, I've begun the, uh, the, the preparing for your bachelor party, which will happen in March in Scottsdale. Very excited. So, See you again, very fortunate to have friends that want to go and then someone to actually plan it. You have a lot, of, uh, a lot of people who you invited. All of them want to go. So that's a lot of love even, towards you. Even people that Al doesn't know want to go. That's also very true. <laughs> I'll be there. Also very true. Good. Okay. Well, I'm glad you guys are doing great. Um, it's always a pleasure to be around you. Does anyone ever ask you? Does anyone ever ask me? Yeah. No. So how are I you? I asked you on the last one. How are you one? doing? How for real, doing? for real. Like for real, for real. Um, but, but one more. With Ed a third, so it's different than with how he For real, 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 real. <laughs> there we go. Florida. I, uh, right now my energy levels are a bit low, uh, but overall, uh, I'm feeling good. Um, I, I generally feel good. I think the, the worst, not the worst feeling, that's not the right word. Um, besides that, the, the feeling I get most often is overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you guys know I do a lot of, have a lot of things that I do. People listening, I think no too, or maybe it's not obvious, but yeah, overwhelm seems to be a pretty routine emotion that I feel most of the time. But on top of that, it's like, it's like a weird dichotomy I have with it because it's like overwhelm about things that I want to be doing. So like, I'm not like, I feel like I don't want to like take anything away to like feel less overwhelmed because it's like actually stuff I want to be doing and I feel inclined and purposeful to do. But like it just at some points it becomes a lot too much. Sure. But I think that's an important part of like going, you know, 
chasing something that you want or something you feel purposeful for. So that's how I feel generally most of the time. Some days are fucking bad, but you know, some days or most days are really good. So we mix those in. I think, yeah, it's important to have the light in the dark. But yeah, thanks for asking, Al. Sure. Very nice of you. Can't paint a good picture without dark colors. You cannot. It's very true. Say that, yeah. You, you're you're dropping some a lot of a lot of one liners. Not know, one liners, but you know, one sentencers. Yeah. That's a phrase. That's the same as a one liner. Is it? Yes. Oh. And I I I'm just sprinkling in nuggets, man. Like that's just what I do for you in your <laughs> life. And you know, it's it's work, but it's what I do for do you. When you love what you do. Well, you know, that's it. When you love what you do, what's the what's the rest of that? Nothing. Nothing. That's the one-liner. It says it all. Yeah, that, that, that definitely is not it, but we'll run with it. T-Shan, just let me do my thing. Yep, I got you somewhere. Just, all right, I'm, sure, a, I'm a peacock, and you got to let me fly. You, you, you fly, fly, baby. You fly, baby. All right, T-Shan, we're circling back to you. Okay. Tyler, big Tyler. What's up, what's up? So you talked about your job a little bit. Do you, you find that you're living out what you feel is to be your purpose or is there something is there something more for you that you'd like to do in a job dang bro that's way too deep i don't know i don't think about i don't i don't know i I feel like not everyone has the opportunity to just like follow their purpose per se most people probably don't even know what their purpose is which i would say that i would fall in that category probably do you know how to find your purpose uh I think that comes with time and yeah, I think so. Comes with time and but effort. I, but but honestly, there's yeah. I don't know. That's a tough question. I think that if I could choose what I wanted to do, you can choose what you want to do. Well, not. I mean, it's it's not that easy. But yeah, it's like you can't really start. I guess you can start. You can start wherever you want, but you're just so far behind at the, at this point. You know what I mean? I, I would love to do something in sports, whatever that might be. Mm. Um, but it's a very difficult thing to do, is yeah. all. Mm. And what I do now is something that I'm good at. So, um, you know, I can make good money doing this. And yeah, it's it's a difficult situation, obviously, because I quit my last job because I didn't enjoy it. Right. You know, and so. Then going into something, you're, I'm trying to get into something that I do enjoy, but it turns out I just went straight back into nearly the same industry. You know what I mean? It's obviously a different company, which is cool, because uh, I believe the company was a lot of the problem in the first place. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't say I don't, I don't think I'm fulfilling my purpose, but because you don't know what that is. But yeah, correct. But well, I, yeah, yep. But I would say that I am getting myself back. To where I need to go to be successful in whatever that might be. Mm. But I think after after quitting uh, Herc, it, it was just obviously there was stuff that like circumstances, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think it it it, it, well, it was going to take me some time to get back. I won't say on my feet because I was always on my feet, but like you know, back to to a position where I could strive. Mm. And whatever industry or job that might be. Mm. I have two follow-up questions. Is that okay? You can ask me as many as you want. <clears throat> One, would you like me to tell you how you can find your purpose? And two, do you have you defined what success means to you? One, you've told me before. I know I have. Yeah. 
a two, and what was the second? Do you, have you defined what success is for you? Because you said you want to be successful. Oh. So have you defined that? What does that mean? When What happens when you reach it? What happens if you haven't defined it? How do you know you've reached it? Honestly, I think success is is having enough to support whatever that might be and also happiness. Mm. That's what I would think. But what is happiness? Where I can wake up and not be pissy. Mm. Where I wake up and I enjoy what I'm about to do or I can make that decision to enjoy what I'm about to do. Uh, That's what I think happiness would be. Uh, I was in the opposite of that with with my other company. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's why I quit, right? When I woke up every morning, it was... I made a lot of money, but it wasn't worth not wanting to do anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that that in itself is success. Okay. There's more to it. I think it gets broader. It's a personal definition. With like different goals and objectives and stuff like that in Mm -hmm. terms of success. But but yeah, the, the main thing I would say is being able to provide for what you need to provide for Mm -hmm. and being happy. Cool. Mm. Yeah. You got something else for somebody else now? Or you got more for me? No, I don't got, well, yeah, I do, but I'll save it for later. Okay. Sounds good. Ow, what's happiness mean to you? Since you, uh, you two threw out that question to Tyler. What does happiness mean to me? Yeah. Being able to provide whatever Mary Kate wants, and I wholeheartedly mean that. So everything I do, work-wise, monetary-wise, is to make sure she's able to be as happy as she can be. So if she doesn't want to work, she doesn't have to work. If she wants to take a vacation, she can take a vacation. What about you? That dictates my happiness. So if she's happy, I am the byproduct of that. So I am happy because she is. Isn't that fleeting? What? What's fleeting? Isn't that, well, isn't that like letting someone else be in control of your own emotions and regulations and well-being? Kind of, but that's my choice and I'm choosing that because of how it makes me feel when I see her happiness. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. I love that. I'm going to sneeze soon too, so if you hear me sneeze. I can My allergies are getting bad, so I'm just letting you know I'm going to sneeze at some point. Just do it right on the mic. So when did you come to that realization? With her? Uh, was that like an early on thing when you guys were dating or? I think so. Is that when you kind of knew? I think so. I think it's when you when you find someone that you truly love, their happiness is what's most important to you. I mean, obviously the Cubs winning the World Series too is cool and all that. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you happy. But <laughs> like that's, that's a, it's a different level of happiness and that's it. Yeah. Mm. Let's, let's let's bring in the other married guy. Yeah. Oh, we're about to get there. Let's. I want to. I want to flesh out also. this whole whole conversation about what. I'm just trying to get. It. What's your segue here to Scott? You let, lead them no, on. on based on that, based on that conversation, like oh, okay. somebody else's happiness kind of dictating sure. it. I want to get his, so his Scott, thoughts. Yeah, on this you're as the well. only one in this group right here that's married. Yep. Been married for a bit. You just had a brand new baby. Show it off. Show what do you? What's your? What's your thought? Yeah, show off that ring, baby. That's Let's you. go! You did it! <laughs> um, what are your What are your thoughts on what Al just said? Is that something you believe to be true too, or you, you feel differently? I think so to an extent. I mean, obviously, I think for me too is you know enjoying things that I 
enjoy doing. And I think meeting people and not just necessarily your partner, but other people around you too, making the, and improving the lives of other people is important. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. Cool. Sam? What? Do you have any thoughts on that? No, I think it's, uh, that's why I wanted to get both sides of the, the story here because they're both in committed relationships at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. Scott, very much so. Yeah. And just the, kind of the, the redefining of what their happiness becomes mm. based on their their decision to, to be in that relationship. Yeah. It's an interesting mental shift. It has to be, yeah. Yeah. I, From one, being in a committed relationship and like having someone else's happiness be a part of your own happiness. Yeah. And then there's another layer to that, like when you have a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, Scott. Yep. Tell us about your daughter. When was she born? Well, he was born on June 3rd of this year. June baby! Yeah. Woo! Nice, Lily. <clears throat> Let's go. Bring her in. Bring her in. <laughs> Star of the show. Ooh. You get a holder while you talk about her. All right. I feel like we need some intro music or something. If you're not watching this on YouTube, or, uh, go to YouTube now and watch this baby be delivered on camera. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. A little spit up. No, never heard of person. That's okay. Um, so this this beautiful little human. Mm-hmm. Smile for the camera. He's four months old. How has this, Scott, having this in your life changed you? As a man, person, husband, friend, just overall. I mean, it's amazing. I think just that life is just <laughs> something so beautiful and seeing someone and having, I don't know, I, it's, it's hard to put into words because just I'm the sure feelings that you get, you know, seeing her and watching her develop and I don't know, it's just, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's fun to have those memories and to continue to watch her grow and support her and help her become a human being. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, I get, like, goosebumps for you mm-hmm. about it. And so I have a hard time also saying how happy I am for you. Like, I feel like that those words don't even, they don't measure up, really. Right. So then it's your actual, your child. So I feel like they're, if I can't find the words for it, then it's, mm-hmm. like, probably very challenging for you to express how amazing it is. Right. It's very special. So, Has it changed your attitude at all? Like, in, uh, in what aspect? Um, maybe like patience or, um, um, things that you used to do that you can no longer do, or maybe you took advantage of something before that you don't now, something along the lines um, of that. Good question. I think patience sometimes, you know, it's kind of helped with that. I think sometimes every once in a while I do struggle with being patient. And so I think really it's a good learning experience, you know, sometimes she cries for no reason. You don't really know why. And you know, it's it's just what happens or, but I think, you know, being there and being supportive and doing what I can for Lily and for Lori, I think that's really important. So I agree. That's cool. Yeah. When you have a second kid, are you going to start it with an L letter too? We'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have to change your name. Sorry. You can't be Scott anymore. 
Well, it could be like Lori and uh, her brother Ryan. Mm. Her dad's name is Ron. Yeah. And his name's Ryan. Mm. And Lyanna and Lori. Oh, that's so cute. <clears throat> mm-hmm. What about pressure? Like, mm. like we, we all played sports, mm-hmm. right? And in sports, I think pressure is a privilege. Yeah. Because right? yeah. you're choosing to play that sport, and you're basically putting yourselves in these high-stakes pressure environments. Like for us, baseball, ninth inning, guy on second, game, game running run on second, we're at the plate. That kind of pressure is a privilege. Yes. Because it's like, like if, if we don't get hit, like, our lives are mostly the same, right? We're a little bit defeated, right? It kind of sucks. Our teammates might be sad, whatever, right? But really, in the general scheme of things, we're still healthy and happy and have the whole lives ahead of us. So in sports, pressure is a privilege. But in, like, real life, when, like, shit is actually on, excuse my language, when things are actually on the line, like caring for a child or whatever the stakes may be or, like, trying to provide for your family or where's your next meal, like, these actual things that are, like, really pressure-filled. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Woo. Got a baby? Got a rip. Tyler did that earlier. Multiple <laughs> times. Lori, just grab me the blanket right there. And a whole lot more than that. Um, but, yeah. How how different? Get the blue how, towel. Like, what does that feel like? Like the pressure for like trying to raise someone and have them be like an ideal, cooperative, kind person in society. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just mom. Even if you want to chime in on this one too, you can. <laughs> Got to keep your camera ready. Yeah. Yeah. I think just in general, having a kid is scary because there's a lot of unknowns there's a lot of things that you don't know and you can't prepare for and you're just kind of get you know not really thrust into a situation but in a way you know and well you prepare as much as you can you, but still you can like, but it yeah you can only do so much yeah. and um but i think you know we've handled it pretty well i mean there's certainly days that are more difficult than others there's you know i don't know i mean it's 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 just so fun to have a kid and to be able to share those experiences. It's, but you know, then there's hard times too mm-hmm. where, you know, you got a baby crying and, you, you know, you don't really want the baby to be crying, but mm-hmm. you just sometimes you don't know how you can help them and that's hard too. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. Mom, what do you think? Come on in here. Yeah, you can talk. Yeah, jump in. Jump in, Lori. <laughs> I didn't know if I could come in. Of course yeah, you can. Of course. <laughs> um, I kind of forgot what the question this was. Just all of the above. How's having, <laughs> how's having a baby changed your life? Hey, I forgot the question, so yeah, just all of them. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't know if you forgot the <laughs> I specific forgot one. Or you, okay, about anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll circle back for you. But like, basically asking, like, how's having a child changed your life? And what's the pressure like of trying to raise, you know, someone who's a tiny tiny human who's like um, a responsible part of society eventually when they're on their own okay so first first question yeah um prior to having her i was because i'm more the social person right. of the group more the extrovert scott's the introvert Tucker. if you couldn't tell from that first <laughs> um podcast but um so i was worried that i would like i was worried that i would um miss mm. like being able to just like go do things with friends when I wanted to Mm. and things like that, which like sometimes it does suck, but honestly it's crazy. Once you have a kid, it's like, I would just, I just want to hang out with her, especially when I'm gone all day, like working and stuff and Mm. I don't get to see her. Then it's like the second I get home, I'm like, Oh, 
friends invited me to do this or I could snuggle with her for four hours. Mm. Seems like the better option. Yeah. So, so that's fun. You are just spitting up left and right, aren't you? Just for the camera, right? Yeah. Um, otherwise, um, the second part, what was that? The pressure. pressure. That was the question. Yeah, because you played sports too, right? So you I understand did. what that I did means. I do sports. In, in a sporting context. Yes. But in this context, it's, the, it's much different. Um, yeah, and I wouldn't say like, I don't know if I have, if pressure is necessarily how I feel. Mm. I feel like I live in a constant state of worry ever mm. since I've had a kid. Like, you are just constantly worried about your child. And I already, like, have mild case. I've, not that I've ever been, like, diagnosed with anything. But I feel like I always, like, am an anxious person to start with. Like, mm -hmm. always worried about random things. Like, I'd be the person that would, like, have a dream about, like, not turning an assignment in on time. Or, like, would double check that I turned something in in college, like, mm -hmm. five times to make sure I actually turned it in kind of person. So I feel like now with her, I, like... Just with everything, it's kind of like, did I don't know. I just, everything about like when she's at daycare, when she's like, if something, if she acts a little bit different, like, is it okay? And then you have mommy's guilt, which is like everything. You see somebody online did something mm. and you're like, oh, I don't do that with her. And then you like feel bad. Mm. So it's kind of a whole like social media doesn't help, I feel like, because you see what other moms are constantly doing and then you feel like, oh, is that what I should be doing with her or in because I do this, does that make me bad? You know what I mean? Kind of things, I guess, like that. If that makes sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So, it's extremely challenging. Yeah. You, know? but, you, guys, you guys are crushing it, though. Yeah, honestly, I mean, she's, oh, she's healthy. She's happy girl. So, like, that helps a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's so. been a pretty good kid too. Yeah, so that's we're helped. we're screwed on our second kid. They're just gonna. <laughs> they, she's been so great that yeah. our next kid is just gonna be still gonna love the next kid. But I just have a feeling gonna, gonna be gonna a little more back. tougher on us. The, the kid's gonna come back and watch this and not like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ten years from now. He's like seven. Hey, Lori, no, Lori's gonna be like, I knew you were gonna be the be pain angels. in the ass kid. Yeah. Yeah. That might be. Yeah. I'm just saying that she started it off pretty well. Mm. So. She sleeps through the night. That's awesome. That is. That's the best part, huh? Let me tell you. Yeah. That is Amazing. the best thing. Yeah. When you're not sleep deprived as a new parent. I bet. Oh, man. I'm sure that's amazing, yeah. Um, <laughs> Al. I'm so sleep here. deprived when I'm not even a parent. So now, <clears throat> as you, you're going to get married in August next year. And I think you and MK are going to start thinking about having kids. Or you already thought about it. Or you're already, you know, whatever, making that process, that move. Sure. What's this bring up into your psyche does this bring some excitement for you or worry or what what do you think no, about it's, it's everything they said well it's it's necessary is not the right word but it's a it's a step in life that i am looking forward to make that you want to take yes beautiful this is where i envision myself being at some point in my life and i'm excited that that point is close cool yeah. Beautiful. Can't wait to have your baby on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows when? They can hang out. <laughs> um, cool. Thank you for answering all of those questions. Thanks for asking. Thank you. Nice uh, job talking. Got a boy, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Make an improvement. Stones. Improve. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, let's uh, let's flip the uh, direction of this a little bit. Talk a little about baseball. Mm. And we're in, we're in the midst of some 
pretty intense postseason baseball right now. Also, if you're a baseball fan, you should like out, check out my second podcast. It's called Champions Adjust. Go to champsadjust.com for all your merchandising and podcast needs. And we're very active on our Twitter account, and we answer all mentions. <laughs> this is Champions Adjust, right? Thank you. Champions Adjust. Champions mm-hmm. Adjust. Mm-hmm. I was pointing at it. Um, that phrase was actually brought to our group by Alex Robbins. I actually told that story on an episode of Champions Adjust. That's where we got the name for the podcast and now a brand and also a store and a mindset program. So it's like pretty cool. Thanks, Al. Appreciate yeah, so you. Just everyone here, when it does blow up and when it does, this we can use this contractually, so I am obligated to my share of the... 100%. Yes, yep. yes, absolutely. I'm pretty sure he's entitled to 100%. <laughs> yep, yeah, Al, you get all of my, uh, all of the funds. No. All seventeen all, of his all proceeds will go directly to <laughs> Alex Robbins. Um, but yeah, so if you're a baseball fan interested in that, go check out that podcast. But we're gonna talk a little bit of baseball right here. But this episode will drop um, post postseason baseball. So we're gonna make some predictions here and see how well they turn out. So far, all of the predictions that I've made on the Champions Adjust podcast have been really wrong. So, uh, <laughs> it's been really, really off and wrong. A lot of room for improvement. I predicted uh, at the beginning of playoff baseball that there would be the Rays and the Giants in the World Series, and neither of those teams are even in the championship series. So, we have the Astros and the Red Sox. Astros are up 1-0 as this episode is being recorded. And Game 1 of Braves and Dodgers happens tonight. We'll watch that right when this is over. But what are our predictions? What do we think? Who's moving on? Who's winning the World Series? We're starting with you, Tyler. Let's go. Um, Let's go. Before the season, I took the Dodgers to beat the White Sox. That's obviously can't happen. I believe now I'm going to switch my opinion after watching postseason. I'm going to say that the Astros are unbeatable and that, well, not unbeatable, but they're hot. They know how to hit and they know how to win. And um, McCullers will come back next series. I think they breeze through the Red Sox. Um, I told Sam last night I thought that they would beat the Red Sox 4-1. to one. Um, And I think that the Astros eventually beat the Dodgers purely because the Dodgers don't have Kershaw mm. to get them a game. Yeah. They're going to rely on Scherzer and Walker. Urias is good, but uh, the Astros can really hit. So I'm going to take the Astros over the Dodgers. Got it. Scott. I'll say the Dodgers over the Astros. Why? Why? I think the Dodgers are a very sound team. I think they don't have a lot of weaknesses. I think that they have a lot of players that can win them a game. And I think that the Astros are a very good ball club, too. And I don't know. Should be a fa- if it gets to those two teams, it should be a fantastic World Series. I would I think Always so. hedging. Yep. Uh, Alex, what do you got? Uh, Braves over the Astros, Freddie Freeman, MVP. Nice. That'd be cool. That's I'd what like I'm that. saying. I like it. Yep, and then he's gonna sign a big old contract to remain a brave for life for the rest of his life. Yeah. Freddie Freeman is Lori's favorite, by the way. There we go. That's a good same page. Life. That's all he needed. <laughs> the only person he needed to co-sign that was Lori. <laughs> Thanks, Lori. Sam Pack, what do you got? We I talked got baseball it. last time pod, on on our pod. We did. Seventy. We made some more predictions. We made some more predictions. We're still waiting to flesh out. Yeah. For MVP and things like that. Right. I got Dodgers over the Astros in game six. Dodgers over the Astros, game six. Yep. Cool. Ooh, I get, I'll toss my game out there. Yeah. Astros over Dodgers, game seven. Game seven, okay. Cool. I'd also choose game six. You're, right. choosing, you're choosing Dodgers over Astros in game six. Yep. Okay. Same we, we, we hold each other accountable here in this group. So yes, we do. I'm going to go... Man, I'm, I don't even, like... 
I'm just so I, I've been so bad at predicting. Now I'm just second guessing myself. So pick the Dodgers, please. So I'm gonna go with the Braves. Nice. Over the Astros. Beautiful. Long seven game series. And uh, Austin Riley wins World Series MVP. Wow. You heard it here first, people. It's gonna be Dodgers and the Red Sox because Aaron picked the other way. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> At this rate, yep. I mean, I, I totally botched the wild card games. <laughs> totally yeah, botched them. You punted those. But I, I, I mean, I picked the Cardinals because they're my second favorite team, uh, and then I picked the Giants because they're my favorite team. But I also thought they were really good this year, which they were. They were. They won one hundred and ten games <laughs> or one hundred nine games, whatever one. But including postseason, one hundred seven in the regular anyway. season. Anyway. But anyways. So, yeah, that's our baseball predictions. Um, you know one prediction that you will not get wrong, though? What's that? Shohei Otani for AL MVP. I, I got that one in the bag. Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani? Yeah, I got it right. AL MVP for sure. But I said that one a long time ago. And on champion, Champions of Jazz, too. But, so you're going to get that one right. I mean, that, the only thing that was going to stop him from getting it was injury. At a certain point, like midway point, bro, he was... Um, you know, yeah. So, unless Vlad went crazy, which he did, but just not enough. Mm. Um, yeah, cool. Get some good background music. I think she's trying to get her prediction out there. Yeah. yeah. What is it? I think this I th- episode of Jackson Talks, everybody, was brought to you by Lily. <laughs> Lily went. Lily went for three last night, Scott. Oh, yeah. that's not good. Tough, she's gonna double down on the Red Sox. She just got to get back to even. Yeah. <laughs> um. Does anyone else have anything that they'd like to share? Any funny stories, anecdotes, comments, questions, concerns? I'll wrap us up and we'll go play some tennis. What are you? What uh? What are you reading now? What am I reading? Yeah, I'm reading a book by Carl Rogers called "How to Be a Human." He's a therapist. It's his view on psychotherapy. He's the person who came up with the client uh, or person-centered approach to therapy. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, I'm reading Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Okay. Really good book. And I'm reading a book on trauma stewardship. It's how to care for yourself while also caring for others to make sure you don't neglect your own well-being while trying to care for a lot of other people at the same time. So those are the three books I'm reading currently. Nice. Crushing it. What are you reading? I am reading... So I've got Audible. Uh, it's called Guns, Germs, and Steel. Guns, Germs, and Steel. Yeah. What's it's it about? essentially talking about how like human beings developed and why certain things like allowed certain civilizations to flourish. Mm. Um, I've got that on audible. I am reading, I'm still reading, uh, thinking fast and slow. Yep. Still going through that. Yep. I also am reading brief, which is, Basically, how to speak and communicate more effectively by being like succinct mm-hmm. and very clear. And I'm also reading um, Neptune's Inferno. Got it. Anyone else reading good books at this time? Did he just no. name like 19 books? No. The book's not good. The book you're reading is not good? It's not. What is it? I'm not going to say it because then somebody might actually be like, oh, I'll check it out and just see. I wrote it. I hate Alec Robin. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not coming to the wedding. That's fine. Uh, Scott? Not currently reading. You listen to any podcasts? Uh, Jackson Talks, everybody. What are you talking about, baby? <laughs> <laughs>
yeah, Scott's reading. Yeah, Scott read books every day. Oh yeah, true. Um, yeah. I got corrected by my wife Lori. Yeah. We've got a. Uh, we've got some books. This is called the Pout Pout Fish. <laughs> can you read us the first page, please? I'd love to. <laughs> in your what reading, a sad in your reading voice. Is, hey, this is when the spotlight goes on. In your reading Scott. voice, too, not. Yeah. yeah, you gotta do the whole thing. Then. Deep in the water where the fish hang out lives a glum, gloomy swimmer with an ever present pout. Oh. I'm a pout pout fish with a pout pout face, so I spread the dreary wearies all over the place. <laughs> I love he didn't even have to look at it. He didn't even have to look at the page. Yeah. That was the best. Blah, 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 blah. That and Little Blue Truck are two of Lily's favorite books. Oh, and two Blue of Truck. my favorite books at the moment. Sweet. He goes beep, beep, beep. Ooh. Ooh, beep, 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 and blub, blub, blub. <laughs> I love the beep, 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 and blub, blub, blub. What do you, uh, what do you got? Mm-mm. No books? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay, well, I watch sports. I watch sports. A lot. We're going we're gonna to figure out this purpose thing for you, man. We're going to explore it. I'm chilling. Because I'm going to tell you how to do it. And you're going to listen this time. Mm-hmm. Camp. Camp. Second time. Shirt still probably. I think he needs Dino to, to have his Yes. Oh, Dino. I gotta bring Dino through. Yeah. Dino, but, uh, Dino Blandino. I don't know what that is, man. He's one of the head of officials. Oh, cool. Dino Blandino. Mm-hmm. But, uh, cool, man. Anyone else? Questions, comments, concerns, funny stories, anecdotes? It's just nice to all be together again. Yep. 100% agree. Yep. I look forward to these times. Yeah, yeah. I love I love each of you with all of my heart deeply. And, well, how's uh, that possible? Why? Well, you only got like a certain amount of your heart. Like all of it can't go to us. Yes, it can. Oh. Why are you putting a limit on it? Yeah. What? Why are you putting a limit on it? Yeah. Well, because why are you, you not open to love? One hundred percent of your heart, and if you give can, it all to us, then you can't give it to nobody else. Why can't why I give it one hundred percent to everything? Yeah. Why can't I give one hundred percent of my heart to every person that I love? Because then that, I don't know, if it's 10 people, you can only give 10%. Go respawn in the garage. No, I'm giving 100% of my love to them with my full heart. Hmm. I love multiple people. Mm -hmm. My mom, my dad, my family, Mm -hmm. my friends. Mm -hmm. I love them Mm -hmm. all differently because they each present different things to me. Oh, big yokes! Man, we got a baby and a dog on this episode. We're crushing it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Right? He agrees. Do you agree with me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, I love when we're together. It doesn't happen that often, um, but when it does, it's it's very magical and beautiful, and it's nice to see us all like remaining friends through all of the growth that we've had. You know, life changes and babies and weddings and jobs and moving and new careers and all this stuff is like really quite special and to be able to share with you guys is amazing for me thanks for coming on my podcast every time that we see each other i know that i ask you to do this so thank you for coming on and sharing a little bit of your story and how you think it feels means a lot to me and if you're watching this um go tell someone in your life maybe that you haven't talked to in a while that you've been thinking about that you love them deeply life is precious and short and uh, it should be shared with the people that you love the most doing the things that you love the most Watching this episode, and uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers, thanks, boys. Love you.